The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Wednesday, August 18th edition. Hope everybody had a good Tuesday. Recording a little earlier, so all the final results aren't in yet, but the Rays went bananas. Cruz, Rose Rain, and Zunino went bananas. So that was great. Um, you got the the Angels busting it open late. Uh, you got some really good pitching out there overall. So it was an overall pretty good slate. We'll see how things wrap up. Coors Field's been kind of quiet. Still got half that game to go, so we'll see what happens there. But uh Got to record a little early tonight. Got other recordings to do after this. We'll get you started on your Wednesday first look action, as we always do here on MLB DFS Quick Hits. There's a five-game early slate that'll be broken down in the chats and in the content at rotobar.com. But join me in the Fantasy DJ and Slack chat. It's free. We can a- answer all your questions there to help you out. I'm on Twitter at BDNTrick as well if you have any questions. But this will be strictly the 10-game main slate. Also, if you'd uh, like to give a rate and review for the podcast, MLB DFS Quick Hits, I truly appreciate it. And you season-long players, go get go check out Bench with Bubba on Tuesday night. Recorded Bubba and the Bat Flip, another episode there, re- recapping the week in Fab and other interesting fantasy baseball discussions. So go check that out, Bench with Bubba. Give a rate and review there. Also, last but not least, Prize Picks. It's a great way to play DFS and prop bets all in one. It's so much fun. It's pick at least two to five different bets, like kind of parlay them together in theory, different prop bets. They already have football bets. They have season-long football bets. They have week one football bets. They have preseason. They have all the sports. They have like JLI. They have disc golf. They have everything you can think of. So come, we, we drop picks in the Slack chat all the time. But if you're new to prop picks, sign up using promo code Bubba, B-U-B-B-A. You'll get a first-time deposit bonus up to $100. So I recommend checking that out. All right, everybody, let's get cracking on this 10-game main slate. Let's uh, go over the totals on that we have so far. We won't have them all just yet, but Red Sox-Yankees total of 10. There's a good reason for that. Braves-Martin, 7.5. Angels-Tigers, 8.5. Brewers-Cardinals, 7. Mariners-Rangers, 9. Astros-Royals, 9.5. A's-White Sox, 8.5. It really stinks that Coors Field's on the early slate because Jake Arrieta's pitching. Yep, that's going to be chalky, rocky action, and you're just going to play it because that's the way she goes. But let's get going on this 10-game slate. Pitching is pretty good, actually. You got Freddie Peralta at 10-2 at the St. Louis Cardinals if you want to go there. We saw Burns have a no-no, I think, going into the sixth on um, Tuesday, but not a lot of strikeouts. That's a concern with the Cardinals. We talk about it a lot. 
Now in the month of uh, in the month of August, I, I narrowed my search down. They're only striking out 19% of the time versus right-handed pitching with a 276 average and a 109 WRC plus. So like their average, a little over 9% above average offensively versus righties. Decent batting average, not a lot of strikeouts, lots of balls in play. Freddie Peralta is great at 10-2. Don't get me wrong. Phenomenal, phenomenal arm. So if you want to go there, you can. You might just want to save some cash to go elsewhere. Like Lance Lynn at 10K against Oakland, you can save 200 bucks. Oakland's really good, but I think Lance Lynn has similar appeal in this matchup versus Oakland, especially for the fact you got an Oakland A's team that in the month of August is striking out 21% of the time. First right handed pitch. He's got a little bit of a boost there, but still 264 average and a lot of pop, 135 WRC plus. Could be a little dicey for Lynn. So you got Peralta, you got Lynn, both good plays more often than not. I prefer Peralta over Lynn personally, just because I know the overall upside's there. But I'll just save some cash, and I'll go to Charlie Morton, 9700 bucks at the Miami Marlins. Tukey got the job done on Monday. Yeah, Noah looked really good on uh, Tuesday before his outing got cut short just because you know he went um, oh, five and a third, four Ks, looked really good, no runs. Uh, they'll keep stretching him out. But Charlie Morton's 9700 bucks. We talk about it time and time again. This guy's been outstanding. Six or more innings pitched in uh, eight of his last nine starts. He's given up four and runs, like three and runs or less in eight of his last nine starts. He has six or more Ks in eight of his last nine starts. And he basically has like 17 or more points in eight or six of his last or seven of his last nine starts. A lot of 20 point efforts in there. It was fun when Morton was cheaper. Now he's up to 9,700 bucks. Changes things a little bit, makes it a little different. But you got Miami striking out 26% of the time versus righties in August. They are hitting 258, 106 WRC plus 180 ISO. But those strikeouts are legit. And Morton knows how to get him. He might give up a few runs. He might give up the long ball. It's what Charlie Morton does. But more often than not, he's getting you five, six-plus strikeouts time and time again. This Marlins offense does have some swing and miss. So Chucky Morton at 97, big fan of that one. Jack Flaherty's intriguing at 91 when 81 pitches his last time out. I'm assuming he'll go 85 to 90. So you can go Jack at 91 if you want. I respect this Milwaukee offense. So I'm not looking to get in the way. You saw what Wayno did. Wayno was good, but not a lot of strikeouts. Kind of waded through the waters. Like Flaherty's better than Wainwright. We can agree on that one. Still, Milwaukee's only striking out 17.5% of the time, hitting 275 with a 210 ISO and a 113 WRC plus in August. I think I'll just go to Morton or I'll go cheaper. I don't really know if I want to get in the way of that Milwaukee offense on this slate. I can go cheaper with Shohei Otani at 8,600 bucks. Like, this is an angle I'd go with. Yeah, Shohei Otani, we know every once in a while the, co- the command's an issue and it could be a problem. But he's facing the Detroit Tigers. And this is the team I like more often than not for discounts, but they're also striking out 28.6% of the time in the month of August against right-handed pitching, hitting 200 with a 114 ISO and a 56 WRC+. plus. This Detroit offense, which was playing very good in May and June, even parts of July, it has hit a roadblock in August. So Shohei Otani at 86, you compare him up with Charlie Morton, really nice one-two punch on this slate. If you want to save some cash, Marco Gonzalez, you can go back to him. We, I, I touted him last time. I even wrote him up in the free DraftKings picks at rotoballer.com. Nine innings, one run, nine Ks against the same Texas Rangers offense. He has seven or more Ks in four straight starts. He's got six or more in three straight. And he's got just 16 or more points in four straight starts. He's 7600 bucks against the Texas team. We keep talking about struggling tremendously offensively, especially against lefties. 21% K rate, 211 average, 58 WRC plus first lefties in the month of August. So uh, Marco's back in play. Tariq Skubal in tournaments only, 7400 bucks. We talk about it. He either gets up home runs and gets in trouble, or he has up no home runs, gets the strikeouts, and he's golden. That's Tariq Skubal with a T. Last two outings, five innings, six innings, no runs because no homers, six Ks, four Ks, 19.7 or more points. Previous two starts, three home runs in each start. Got blasted. Start before that, no home runs. Great. Start before that, two home runs, one home runs, nothing. No home runs, no home runs, great. 
it's I know it sounds simple, but it's his whole thing goes to hell when he gives up home runs. He can't even like navigate through it. Like I mentioned, Morton will give up home runs, just still strike guys out, get you twenty plus points. Scooble has not figured that out yet. It it just rattles him down to the core. So if he can keep the ball in the ballpark, that's why he's a tournament play. He's going to be interesting, and it's an Angels team that uh, is striking out almost twenty. That's uh, versus righties. Um, is striking out twenty four percent of the time versus left handed pitching, hitting only two hundred one with the fifty seven WRC plus in the month of August. So I think Scooble's a great tournament play at seventy four hundred bucks because I think a lot of people will go to Marco Gonzalez after the performance he put against Texas last time, and I don't blame anybody. I really like that play. But I think Scooble's a phenomenal tournament pivot off of Marco Gonzalez. Uh, your other cheap option down here is Mad Bum. $7,100 just continues to put quality starts out there for you. Um, he's gone six or more innings in four straight starts, two runs or less in each of those starts, four Ks or more. He's got you 17.6 or more points in four straight starts. He's been absolutely outstanding right now, just getting the job done, becoming a real pitcher, um, navigating things, going about 95 to 100 pitches, nothing fancy, and he gets a Philadelphia team that's going to be missing Reese Hoskins yet again. So you got that going for you, and, and they're striking out 24.4% of the time versus lefties. In the uh, the month of August, they are hitting 253 with a 227 ISO and a 114 WRC plus. That's not the most ideal situation. So Mad Bum's a tournament only. I've been using him a lot in cash lately, but this is a different situation, different matchup here. But he's still in play in tournaments for sure. Like if you want to save and punt, like Mad Bum's a very valuable punt because at worst, you know the ceiling Mad Bum can give you that a lot of the other punts aren't going to offer you, and that's that's tremendous. So recapping your pitch, you got Peralta, Lynn, Morton up top. I got Morton as my favorite pitcher up top, followed by Peralta, followed by Lynn. You can go Flaherty if you want. I'd rather just go up to the Morton, Peralta, Lynn category, or from Flaherty, drop down to Shohei Otani at 86. That's kind of where I range there. It's like take one of the big big three up top or take Otani at 86. I might miss out on a Flaherty start, but so be it. Saving some cash, Marco Gonzalez, phenomenal play, probably popular after his last outing. I think Scooble is a great GPP pivot off of Marco Gonzalez. And Bumgarner is very much in play in tournaments as well. So really good options here. Um, I think the, the pairing I'm ideally wanting right now as a record later on uh, Tuesday night, I want Otani and Morton. That's where I'm leaning right now. But I mentioned some of these other teams, the strikeout rates, the the overall production versus some of these handedness. you you got some advantage in these lineups if you so choose. All right, let's check out the bats on this slate here. Catcher's position, kicking it off. You get Will Smith at 52. That price is getting up there, so it's getting tougher and tougher to pay for him. But – I get it. He's uh he's, he's on a heater right now. So if you want to ride the heater, you can. Otherwise, you save some cash like we usually do at the position. You got Mike Zunino. If he cracks the lineup, we prefer him versus lefties. He went deep on Tuesday, as we thought. He gets Spencer Watkins, who's a massive pitch to contact guy. Tampa Bay. I'm gonna be back on that train in a big way on uh Wednesday night. He's forty one hundred bucks if you want to go there. You don't have to because like if it's a lefty, I kind of force it, but Zunino, he's hitting everything right now. I mean, I think that's four games in a row with home runs now, actually. Um, that's actually five games, five games in a row with home runs for Mike Zunino. So double digits and obviously five straight games. And he's hit safely like in nine straight games now. So swinging it well, righties, lefties, does not matter at this point in time. Zunino at 4,100. Uh, cheaper than that, though, you got guys like um, Luis Torrens, maybe. like I, I don't mind chasing Fultonevich, but I'm not looking to go there. If Francisco Mejia gets a start for Tampa Bay, though, that's what I was looking for. He's 3,200. That's a really nice piece of Tampa for cheap. I like that option for you. Um, other cheap options, um, you could look at guys. It's, it's nasty. Um, oh, Christian Vasquez, he went deep on Tuesday. We got Andrew Heaney on the bump, folks, in Yankee Stadium. So we know how this goes. There's probably two, three home runs at least coming up in this one. So Christian Vasquez at 27 is a really good tournament play on that one. Maybe Jason Castro at 25 or Singer for Houston. I'd rather have Christian Vasquez for 200 more, but you can definitely go that direction if you so choose. 
other than that, just kind of see what comes out in these lineups. First base position for you here. You got Matty Olson. I'm not looking to fade Lynn, but you got Muncie. Dodgers will very much be in play. Muncie's first base second. He's only first base eligible on Tuesday. He has the night off. Now he's first base second eligible on Wednesday. Go figure. But he gets JT Brubaker, who you can pound, especially with first lefties. Uh, Dodgers are very, very live in this one. So Max Muncie at 57, I like quite a bit. Uh, Jose Abreu went deep on Tuesday. You can go right back to Urban. I didn't mention that Bassett took a line drive off the dome. It was terrifying. Reports right now. He's at the hospital. He's conscious. He's fine. They're running tests, so we'll see. But pretty scary stuff. But Abreu swinging it really well. Fifty six hundred versus uh, Irvin. It's definitely a play you can make in that one. Uh, cheaper options though, below the five K range. You got guys like um, you know Ty France versus Fulty. If you're looking to force Fulty, it's four K. But G Man Choi at thirty nine. Nice cheaper Tampa Bay piece uh, going up against pitch to contact Watkins, as we talked about. Uh, Choi hasn't really been consistent. But um, he's hit safely in three of his last four games. Maybe he's a good tournament play at 39 if you're stacking them up. Uh, other cheap options here. Uh, Luke Voigt is on fire right now. Uh, I know Anthony Rizzo's back any day. But uh, Luke Voigt went deep in game two of the double dip. He was one for two with uh, two ribbies in the first game of the double dip. He's got double-digit points in three of his last four games. He's hit safely in four straight games. Uh, he's homebird in two of those four. So he's really swinging it good. He's 3,500 versus Nick Pavetta. So that's that's a nice cheap uh, first base option for you. Ryan Mountcastle is back. He's thirty four hundred bucks. Yarborough's coming off the COVID IL, uh, and he was struggling tremendously before he hit the IL. So Mountcastle at thirty four uh, definitely checks the box with some value as well. Bobby Dahlback's only thirty one versus Andrew Heaney. Beautiful Boston. So you got Vasquez at twenty seven. You got Dahlback at thirty one. There's two cheap pieces of Boston if you're looking for it. Going to take uh, Andrew Heaney to Pound Town. So that's always a good one. Other than that, like you can make arguments for a, a punt, Colin Moran, if you want, but for a hundred more, you can get Dahlback. I think I'll take Dahlback in that scenario. Um, like you could go Christian Walker. I'm probably not going there. He's been so inconsistently bad and really hasn't shown any power yet. So yeah, just kind of stick to those ones at uh, 3100 or higher for now. Second base position again, Muncie's 57. Altuve is always worth a look. Trey Turner's 54. He's in play as well. But Brandon Lau at 53, love it versus pitch to contact Watkins. That is a phenomenal look there. For Brandon Lau at 53, like that one a lot. And then Ozzy Albies at 5K. The Braves were on fire. They got shut down uh, against Sandy Alcantara. Kind of saw that coming. Told you guys I wasn't on him. Pretty simple stuff. We go back to facing Lizardo. Lizardo's been bad, bad command, bad overall. Probably not going long for the game. Ozzy Albies hits lefties well. 5K, I like that a lot. Josh Rojas at 49, but liking him too. Comes in super low owned, super consistent. So that Lau, Albies, Rojas category, really strong there from 49 to 53. Brandon Lau being my favorite in that bunch. Going down cheaper, though, like Kiki Hernandez at 46 versus Heaney. If you're stacking Boston, don't even mind a Whit Merrifield at 45 versus Granky because I fade Granky to begin with, but Whit um, could always be a sneaky little tournament play for you. Jazz Chisholm at 4K is a, a GPP play versus Morton because Morton will give up some from time to time. We know this. So if you want to get really frisky, uh, Chisholm at 4K is there. I'm not going to load up on him if you're playing like three max or less. Don't have Jimmy Jazz Chisholm, but if you want to take a big gamble, he'll, he's got the upside to pay off that kind of gamble. Uh, cheaper options, you got Ramon Urias at uh, 29 if you so choose. But otherwise, not a ton down here that, that's really standing out. Uh, Yanni Hernandez for Texas, second base, third base. He'll likely lead off versus Marco. He's 2,400. So he's a guy you could take a, a punt with is Yanni Hernandez at 2,400. Third base position for you here. Um, Justin Turner had the day off on Tuesday, 56, sure. But Rafael Devers at 54 in that lefty-lefty matchup is quite enticing. I like that. You got Kyle Seager at 47 versus Fulte, outstanding. Austin Riley, dude is on fire, went boom-boom on Tuesday night against Bender out of the bullpen. 
He gets Lazardo at 46, so Seager at 47, Riley at 46. Two nice, like, 4K options. There was some nice power upside in their matchup. You can go to Joey Wendell at 42 if you want another cheap Tampa Bay piece. He's not lighting the world on fire, but he's hitting 270 over his last uh, 10. He's hit safely in eight of his last 10. He's got, like, seven or more in five of his last 10. So he's not lighting the world on fire, but you could see him contributing if the, if the Rays go bananas. Joey could have a piece of that at 4,200. Got Candelario at 39. He's always relevant in a GPP. Um, cheaper options, though, when you get down to the low 3Ks, uh, Alemis Diaz at 34. I prefer him versus a lefty, but if he's hitting in the middle of the Astros order like he has been, he's still in play there versus uh, Brady Singer. Rooting a door in a tournament versus Nick Pavetta at 31 is not too shabby. Not too shabby at all. If you want to get really weird for a value, a home run possibility, you can go to, to Odie Odor at 3,100. Then Yanni Hernandez at 24 would be my other cheap option down here. Shortstop, Tim Anderson versus lefty at 57 is outstanding. We like that one quite a bit. You got Trey Turner at 54. Wander Franco at 53 is a great play for Sammy Watkins. Like that one a lot. So like Franco and, and uh, Anderson, and you got Bogarts versus Heaney at 52. You got, so you got some bangers up here. I, I'd, I'd go Anderson, Bogarts, Franco, but they're all great plays up top. Uh, Dansby Swanson at 48 is a nice tournament look. Mentioned Josh Rojas earlier. Uh, Jazz Chisholm mentioned him earlier. Gavin Lux is back, not running to play him, but he's only 3,700. If you want a cheaper piece of the Dodgers, maybe. I could see the appeal there, but uh, see if he's actually even on a lineup because he was playing Tuesday, but that was because Turner and Muncy had the night off, so we'll see how that pans out. Uh, Ramon Urias, again, 2,900 as a discount. Kevin Newman's 26 if you need a punt as well. Otherwise, there's really not a ton that I'm in love with when it comes to punts at the position. Hoy Park at 2K could be a punt for you. Like a massive for Pittsburgh. Shortstop outfield. I only use him at shortstop. I would not punt him in the outfield. But if you want a super shortstop punt, Hoy Park leading off for Pittsburgh against White in the Dodgers bullpen, you could you could do worse. Outfield, I always don't mind Starling Marte, Bryce Harper, but not these matchups aren't as appealing to me. You got Aaron Judge at 54. You got Nelson Cruz coming off a double dong Tuesday. Obviously both versus lefties. But you get Watkins at 53, so still love some Woe Nelly in this one. Eloy at 51 versus Urban's outstanding. That's a great play. So is J.D. Martinez at 48. So you're getting some guys cheaper that are still great, if not better than these high-priced guys. Like J.D. at 48, you know, in, in a normal year where people, like, respect J.D., he's 5,600 or so. So 48 there. Giancarlo went deep on um, Tuesday. He's 47. But like Austin Meadows versus Watkins at 47 is quite intriguing. He had the day off. I'm going to keep running out uh, Randy Rosarena. He's 46, had another double-digit production game. I believe that's five or six straight double-digit DK games. So give me some Rosarena in that matchup at um, at uh, 4,600. He's, he's one to, uh, to circle as well. And some cheaper options in a tournament. Joey Gallo at 45 is not too shabby in a tournament. Um, Kyle Schwarber against Heaney. If you want to get real frisky at 42, you can. But Hunter Renfro at 41, I love that versus Heaney. Not, he loves crushing lefties. He's crushing everybody. Crushes lefties. 4,100 for Renfro is a good look for you there. Some cheaper ones. You got Brantley at 39. We got Adam Duvall. I believe he homered on Monday. He's 3,800 versus Lazardo. That's a great price point. Solaire's 38 as well. Both great looks right there. Um, Duvall might be the better upside because he's the one streaking right now. They're both very streaky hitters. So uh, pick your poison is what that comes down to. Then when you get to the low threes, Joe Adele, he went deep on um, Tuesday night to give the to bust that one open for the Angels in the ninth. He's 3,400, not running to play it. Like Lou Bob at 33, I'd love versus Irvin. That's a great value. Uh, so was Andrew Vaughn at 32. So Andrew Vaughn at 32, Lou Bob at 33, both phenomenal values in their matchups versus uh, Irvin. Really good looks in those two. Um, Manny Margot at 31, possibly. I like some other options in, in Tampa Bay, but it's a cheap piece of Tampa Bay. 
if you so choose. Uh, Seth Brown at, at, at 29. I'm not looking to target Lynn, but that's a value if you need to play some uh, interesting sneaky plays. But Anthony Santander, Austin Hayes, both 28 versus Yarborough. I don't mind attacking Yarborough. I don't know if I'm going all in on attacking Yarborough just yet, but it is on the agenda because he was scuffling tremendously. Jared Kalinick at 26 versus Fulte is outstanding. That's a great one because lefty is Fulte. You guys know the drill by now. So that's a really good look for you. Um, other cheap options as we scroll down, there's a ton of them these days. Like Gregory Polanco is 24. One of the better values on this entire slate is Kevin Kiermeyer at 2400 bucks. Dude's hitting 370 over his last 10 games. Four extra base hits, even a stolen base. He's averaging almost 10 points per game. He has 14 or more points in three of his last four. 2400 bucks versus Watkins. Kiermeyer is a phenomenal value. So is Brett Phillips at 23 he's averaging almost nine points over his last 10 he has 17 or more 17 0 20 34 in his last four games he's 2300 so phillips kiermeyer two bottom of the order tampa bay bats you could wrap it around with your res reinas and your cruises or whatever don't have to break the bank you'll be unique fun way to get some tampa exposure there versus watkins i'm gonna be stacking up some tampa that's for darn sure in this one and then you know, check lineups because you got like DJ Peters. Like he, I told you, he's boomer bust. He was a bust on Tuesday. This is what he does. He's 2,200. So that's just something to think about. He's got tons of power, tons of swing and miss. So I think Joey Gallo on a, a mediocre day. You got that going for you. But lots of options down here. We'll have to see what lineups come out. Like Hoyt Park, Ben Gamble are both 2K if you need to get frisky. So you got options for sure. Recapping your pitching real quick on this one. You can go like the three guys up top, Peralta, Lynn, Morton. Morton's my favorite, followed by Peralta, followed by Lynn. You can go Flaherty if you want, but I'd rather go up to Morton or down to Shohei Otani. Like in a perfect world, I'm pairing up Morton and Otani if I'm making a single line, like lineup. That's what I'm looking at. And then when you're looking for discounts, you got uh, Marco at 76, Scooble at 74, Bumgarner at 71. I got it Marco, Bumgarner, Scooble. I think Scooble is a phenomenal tournament pivot off of a, what should potentially be a chalky Marco Gonzalez. Uh, stacking it up on this slate, uh, we love Boston versus Andrew Heaney, and you can flip around with New York. It's a game stack scenario. The over-under is 10 in that game. Not a problem either way, but I prefer Boston versus Heaney, the Renfros of the world, um, the right-handed bats. We mentioned Dahlbeck's cheap. Um, Christian Vasquez is cheap. you got tons of options that line up. Uh, J.D. Martinez I don't and Bogarts. I don't mind Devers, of course, but like Renfro and, and, and Vasquez and Dahlbeck are, are quite intriguing to me, to say the least. Um, some other options for you, like you could go to Seattle versus Fulte, of course, but um, the Dodgers are very, very much in play in their matchup. Uh, Tampa Bay, loving some Tampa Bay against Baltimore. Uh, Rosarena, we talked about. Brandon Lau, I love. You got the value of Phillips and Kiermaier. You've had Zunino. You got tons of options. Cruz, tons of options in Tampa Bay. Big fan of that. So lots of ways to go on this slate. Lineups might dictate even more as we get closer to lock about 24 hours from now or like you know, 20 hours from now. But hope everybody uh, enjoys the show. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at BDentric. If you give a rate and review on iTunes of MLB DFS Quick Hits, I truly appreciate it. Also, go check out Bench with Bubba for your season-long fantasy baseball needs. You give a rate and review over there. Go check out Price Picks. If you're new to Price Picks, use promo code Bubba, B-U-B-B-A, when you create your account to uh, get a first-time deposit bonus up to $100. I truly would appreciate that. And come join us in the Fantasy DJ and Slack chat. But for now, this was MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Wednesday, August 18th edition. I'm out.